Hai, welcome to Kremas Podcast Podcast yang paling receh and garing But maybe informative too, depending on the day I'm T And I'm A Semoga podcast ini bisa nemenin lo And hope you enjoy the episode Hello Kremas family, welcome back to another episode um, A new week, lots of different topics uh, to still discuss about um, We have covered a whole bunch of different things Um, including sort of, you know, more career stuff, more current event stuff. Um, but I guess one of the other things that we aim to be when we are, you know, with this podcast is obviously to provide insight for both uh, teman-teman kita yang di Indo, yang penasaran uh, mau pindah ke Aussie buat, you know, study atau kerja atau mungkin just for living in general, just moving here. as well as those, you know, in Australia who are interested in actually studying in Indo mm. or, you know, potentially just traveling there, going for exchange. Obviously, currently, mm. <laughs> all of that is very complicated and very uncertain given uh, the COVID pandemic. But yeah. we still think that, you know, we could still have a quick chat to you guys about, you know, I guess the process about visas mm. and potentially PR and citizenship. Yeah. Because while, yes, the pandemic has definitely rocked the boat and there's so much, you know, uncertainty, um, I know a lot of my friends, young warga Indo yang di sini, yang still managing to process their PR. Um, so it's still definitely, you know, something happening behind the scenes. So probably just having this, you know, chat, very, very unstructured chat though, but um, just to give you a high level summary about, I guess, how it all works um, and and I guess maybe our own a bits of, you know, tips um, to just sort of get through how we went through our experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, quick, I guess, background disclosure for those young uh, haven't listened to previous episodes. Um, A and I are both Australian citizens. Mm. Um, jadi kita berdua pindah ke sini dari Indo, tapi pretty much f- quite soon after ya A dapat oh. warga Indo atau no no it, I just got mine about last year. No, oh, two okay. years ago, two years yeah. ago, 2019. Okay, cool. Um, but I'm was I moved to Australia back in 2010. 2010, okay, 2010, 2019, okay. So, like, a couple, like, you know, a, a few years. Yeah. Um, whereas in my case, I think, gua pindah ke sini 2004. Jadi, pas the early 2000s, it was still, obviously, not as, you know, not as demanding and not as, I guess, uh... popular yeah. to apply for a citizenship or even PR at that time which is probably why the processing was much faster than A's um, mm. so I think moved here 2004 and then pretty much got the citizenship I think 2006 um, mm. yeah so a whole different situation but I guess we'll do our best to sort of give you I guess a high level insight um, with regards to visas and PRs and citizenship um, and just go from there yeah so Touching on visas for the moment, obviously with the pandemic, there's been a whole change to Australia's immigration and border arrangements. So I guess um, before we get into deep, um, look at the Home Affairs website. So it's literally just homeaffairs.gov.au. That is the one-stop uh, shop, I guess, with regards to the immig- immigration and citizenship. Okay. topics yeah mm-hmm. um but also look into smart traveler website yeah for when you're traveling to and from australia 
Um, in a nutshell, there's different types of visas. So if mm. you go to the Home Affairs website, there is literally kind of like a visa finder yeah. section of their website where you just answer a few questions and they will tell you which type of visa is best for you. Yeah. Obviously, it could be from like visitor visas to like study visa uh you know family or partner visa if you have a spouse that's australian mm. uh working visa and then you know like other humanitarian visas and other types so it's a very comprehensive website look through all for the full details um to find one that's right for you and within each one they tell you what exactly you have to do yeah <laughs> so i you know we won't go into deep detail about what documents you have to prep but yeah in short it's just they want to know you know i guess obviously who you are they want to know kind of like your history um the reason why you're coming to australia and what yeah. your intended plan is especially yeah. when it comes to like a study visa for example because i have a lot of friends who are in that box yeah um harus kasih proof about their study plans um berapa lama jurusan mereka and usually it expires in like three three years if not sort of like around that time yeah and then if they decide to like continue their study or they they have to keep going here they have to just apply for an extension yeah which is basically just kind of like why you need an extension yeah <laughs> um another kind of visa is what is known as the eta or the electronic travel authority and that is it's technically not a visa it's more mm. like for those people who just want to travel to australia for like tourism or for like business but only like visiting activities mm. um that is if you come from uh let me just get the list if you come from brunei canada hong kong japan malaysia singapore Uh, South Korea or the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are traveling from one of those countries, you can apply for an ETA and it's a much faster processing. You don't have to pay a visa fee. Um, and essentially what that is, is you can um, pretty much sort of like fly into Australia as many times as you want, up mm-hmm. to a year. And you can stay for a maximum of three months each yeah. visit. Um, so it's it's basically kind of like a more straightforward thing. Um, I'm sure there's also like a free visa option. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's again for tourism or business. But that's based on sort of like some special grounds. So yeah. um, a whole bunch of visas, to be honest. Um, if you need to extend visas, that one website is your go-to. Um, when you need to sort of, you know, come to Australia for work... You need to obviously apply uh, for specific types of visas, but also provide proof of your working mm-hmm. um, offer and your statement. Um, and there's a whole different bunch of um, stuff there as well. Yeah. Um, when it comes to a study visa, you've got the student, you've got training, you've got temporary activity visa. So it really depends on what you're doing. Kalau kalian hanya mau ke Aussie untuk exchange program atau untuk training program yang kayak mungkin, you know, maksimum satu bulan gitu, mm-hmm. those require different types of visas. Yeah. Same thing when you're in Australia and you're, coming, you're going to travel to um, Indo. Um, yeah, so again, uh, immigration, um, home affairs website is the go-to for that area. And yeah, anything else that you want to share A from your end about visas? Mungkin yang perlu diperhatiin aja karena maksudnya um, 
Australia is actually pretty forgiving in regards for student visa. Maksudnya mereka benar-benar um, happy to help and happy to have people from international students to come in to study in Australia itself. And they're actually pretty good country-wise in a sense that they have a lot of good connections with um, multiple countries, especially Europe countries, they have good connection with them, um, considering that, I mean, we're part of the... We're kind of sort of part of... in. EU European league kind of situation but also at the same time um, so yeah they have a really good connection with uh, Asia as well as you can see with the connection with um, Japan and, and stuff like that and I remember like I went to Japan and I don't have to apply for visa mm. because we're already Australian citizen yeah. um, but I think with Indo we do still have to pay $20 I think roughly just it was like a small amount um, so I think also another thing that we need to figure out is yeah we have that website jadi website itu available buat semua orang kalian bisa akses kapan aja kalian mau tapi mungkin harus lebih um, kayak kalian harus lebih teliti aja gitu karena maksudnya mereka udah apa it's not that oh, I guess okay it's hard to say okay so for example for holiday visa and student visa I don't think it's hard to get them I think mm. it's pretty straightforward if you have the documents ready if you have the like approval that you're going to be studying if you have that deposit if you have that you know like just ticking box of the requirements I don't think there should be a problem for you to get it mm. um, but I guess if you want to go through um, like working visa then yeah it will be another level because um the the prerequisites for them is i all i that i know of is i think they need to have sponsors from the company or the place that they work at Mm -hmm. to genuinely say that you will be working here and you will be covered um there's a lot of that and um i guess the next step from that to become a pr it's it's just kind of like once you go up the level um true to citizen the more the harder it is i guess yeah um and i think like for me personally i came here i guess um there's not much we can talk about visa apart from going to the nitty-gritty of it yeah um and if you guys like this kind of episode we're more than happy to dive in into it so we will have one episode purely for student visa one episode for permanent resident one episode for citizenship and so on mm. um but i guess today we just want to give you an overview of it um where to find it and also our experience because our experience could be different just for the fact of Um, when T moved here in 2004, he straight she straight away um, applied for citizenship and, you know, go through that route. Uh, while for me, when I moved here when, back in 2010, um, there are a lot of steps that I need to take. So, jadi kayak, dari awalnya, kan gue pindah temporary resident, um, ngambil TR dulu. So, there's no PR, it's just TR first. Um, apart from the, I was, I was apart from the religious visa. Mm. Because my dad came here for ministry And I think like um, So I was in there for two years And I didn't apply for PR until um, About four years in So I just I did the first The first thing that we did was extending So we didn't do We didn't do Applying for PR until like Our four years So Yeah um, Okay experience wise TR was two years Two years period In order to get a TR Um, our family need to have a house and we need mm. to show that my dad was um, had like a salary in a sense 
from the ministry. Yeah. So that was the two things that I can remember of. Um, and after that, we can extend it another two years, hence the four years. Yeah. Um, so four years of that, I was TR. When I was TR, I was treated the same as PR or citizen. So my school fee was the same. It was an international fee. Um, I can do what... I can get driving license. I can get TFN. Yeah. I can get... Um, TFN is text file number, but for the people that don't know, so that means I can go work. Yeah. Um, that means I can have part time job when I was fourteen and stuff like that. So I was treated the same, but when I get to uni, apparently there was a difference. So if you are not permanent resident and not citizen, you have to pay the international fee. Yeah. So before I graduated from high school, we applied for permanent resident for the whole family, and yeah, gratefully we get it. Um, so when I enter uni, I get the permanent resident, I enter as a permanent resident. Mm -hmm. Um, this is, I still have my Indonesian, um, passport by this rate. So all these years I was still having my Indonesian passport. So what happened was, um, here's the difference again, right? So when you're a PR and citizen, when you are in uni, uh, there's also a difference. So TR, anything else, student visa, TR, working visa, um, I guess all the other visas, apart from permanent resident and citizen, have to pay the international fee. Yeah. Um, when you are a PR, you get to pay the Australian fee, but you have to pay it up front. So I have to pay my whole semester up front. Mm. Um, there's no... Um, yeah, so you just have to pay it up front, no plan, nothing. Yeah. While if you're a citizen by that point, you can pay it upfront, I guess, if you want to. I don't know why would you. But you can also apply for HECS. So that's like yeah, government student, um, loan. student loan. Yeah. yeah. So ini yang dengar kayak di movie-movie atau di TV-TV tentang orang Western di luar yang kayak, oh, I have a lot of student debt to pay. This is what it is. It's basically a student loan. Jadi, so the government pay for your uni. But every time you work, some of the money get taken back by the government to pay back your uni fee kind of situation. Yeah. So that's a different things if you're going for the working. But again, throughout this, the working is still the same. So PR and citizen and TR is the same. I can still work. That's fine. But I know that if you have student visa during that period of time, you might not be able to work. Or if you're able to work, there's a restriction of like only 20 hours a week or something like that. Yeah. So you need to look at your visa and make sure that what your visa requires and if you can or cannot work because you don't want to be working illegally as well. Yeah. So um, that's the difference in terms of uni slash work life. But if you want to go through the actual work and career, I guess now... Um, uh, I I become a citizen in end of twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, that was I applied because there was a rumor that if you don't apply for citizenship, the cost of PR will be the same as the cost as international student for uni. Mm. So me and my sisters were like, we need to apply for it now, kind of situation. Yeah. To be honest, if I would be able to keep my Indonesian citizen, I would like to have dual citizenship. But Indonesia doesn't offer dual citizenship. Yeah. Um. Australia do, but so I still have to let go of my Indonesian passport in a sense. Um, so what happened then is just a difference. There's not much difference apart from I can now vote in Australia, I guess. 
um, and then the difference in Indonesia wise I can no longer vote in Indonesia I no longer have Indonesian passport I cannot own anything in Indonesia unless there's like certain things that I would have to apply or tax purposes or something like that yeah. not too sure but um, that's all I know from the Indonesia yeah. side I think it's also although the pekerjaan di Indo Oh, expat. Expat. Yeah, yeah. expat. Yeah. Jadi kalau misalnya gue dapat kerja di Indo, gue bakal dianggap sebagai warga, eh bukan warga apa, tenaga kerja asing. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, those things. Yeah. So the only difference that I would say is once you go from uni to work, yeah, it is preferable for you to have PR mm. or citizenship yeah. why because then the company or any company especially in career wise they know that you will be here for a long time they yes. know that they can count on you for being here more than like just three years or one year because yep. i think working visa and student visa you have to extend it every year kind of situation yeah so that's the only one of the reason and also because pr and citizenship counted as domestic the rest counted as international so You know, when you're domestic, then it's a different, like a whole together different. Um, I don't. I don't want to say league, but like different stream. So you are competing with people that are also PR and citizen. Like, you know, you have your own registration form. You have your own like, different kind of pathway in a sense. Um. So that's what I would recommend to have citizen uh, citizenship or PR before you become. Um, like before you graduated, but it is not as easy as it sound. Um, I have known a lot of people that unfortunately have to go back to Indo for good due to like visa, can't find visa or cannot get the visa that they wanted. So, if you want to go from student visa to working visa, the way you can do it or PR even is to have a sponsor from your company. So yes. at To start, you already have to tell them that hey, can you please sponsor me to be, you know, working visa or, um, permanent resident, and this could be paid off in different ways. Like mm. the, either, um, you pay it off with your own salary to your company. So technically, the sponsoring come from your own like salary, your own gaji, atau mungkin yeah you guys work it out something with your with your company in a sense. Biasanya sih banyak mengi tenaga kerja ya misalnya kayak chef do this or apprenticeship. Mm. Mostly those kind of places are the one that offering this kind of sponsorship. I'm not too sure if it's about accountant, um, finance, engineering if they do open for that. But we do know that there is a lot of company that is global now. Mm. Jadi kayak um, jadi sebelum kita graduate aja, I remember getting a pamphlet. Jadi ada dikasih pamphlet of all the list of engineering companies and then next to it there's like a world logo and if it has the world logo that means they're accepting yeah everyone from international as well they're yeah. calling out a world logo then that means they're only accepting like pr and citizenship for their grad program kind of situation yeah, yeah. but um that's from my but that's but that's from my experience with visa yeah and i remember it was just like everything i guess Not just visa. I think like everything here is always on the date, so you have to um, 
you just have to pay attention to the little details like everything we do here is always up to date like when they say the due date is this time then the due date is this time like different things like when they say that um you need these documents then you need those documents because not gonna lie when you when you go to the to the center and the, the and then you didn't put your documents there they will actually send you back home and you have to come back the next day or make another appointment just to get those document in and if they want like a real document kayak yang aslinya bukan fotokopi walaupun udah ditandatangan sama notaris you have to bring the real one in because they they don't i don't know how to say it but i guess it's like they don't care like they they want this documents if you can't present it then you can't present it and you have to go home and come back like again tomorrow i think it's also because that's had happened respect, so many times it's to respect um that obviously they get swamped with so many different appointments yes. for within a day yeah. that like you know other people who have taken the time to prep all the documents yeah um and and come a little bit earlier from their appoint for their appointment and and yeah yeah you know just to respect that they don't, they don't yeah. want to go over time and to waste other people's time gitu lah gitu tapi juga emang i guess kalau lu nggak bisa bawa all the documents and also like the application can't be processed right mm-hmm. um so to not waste your time as well make sure you prep all the documents yeah yeah and i think also just like in general lah guys kalau misalnya kayak gini ini ya mohon maaf aja it will not be the same like indo where you can just like you know i don't know how to say it. But you can't just pay someone to do stuff for you, um, in the nicest way. Um, it is like they they're 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 pretty strict with their law. But that that's what makes it good, I think, as well. Like, jadi kalau misalnya kamu emang orang yang benar dan emang kerja di sini, emang udah sekolah di sini, then your process is so easy. You will just go like smoothly. Yeah. Tapi kalau misalnya kamu yang mau apa rada rada illegal inilah kurang dokumen inilah gini inilah. You're the one that's gonna like suffer for it. Like no one else is gonna suffer for it apart exactly. from yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. so w- regardless if you're applying for visa, PR, even citizenship, just make sure that you've read everything. Yeah, there is a lot to read, but make sure you properly spend time to read it. Yeah, agree. Um, because if you're not prepared when you come to the appointment, then they're not gonna probably see you. <laughs> yeah, and, and they yeah. don't have any, like they don't have any, apa ya, kayak not right what is it called like obligation mm. they don't have any obligation to serve you just because like there are so many other people that want to have yeah. the pi and citizenship yeah. you you're the one that wants something yeah. so i think like that's that's what my my view on it but yeah. also i think like going through the process i think legit all they want is just proof yeah so like If you say that you have lived here for 10 years, what is the proof? Like, do True. you have like an address, like a, the, the letter with the address on it? They're just yeah. basically a proof saying that you have a house. Yeah. Not like you don't own it, but you live somewhere. Yeah. And then, um, like for example, do you have like your last payslip or last your last um um, you know your tax refund yeah. slip? And then that's just to show that like oh yeah you have work here. Yeah. You have you have contributed to the Australian economy. Like gitu-gitu gitu misalnya kayak barang-barang gitu tuh sebenarnya semua ada artinya gitu kan saya yeah. mereka nanya sertifikat your your sertifikat from uni like it's just legit to just prove that like oh you did go to uni here so you didn't lie you know yeah. what I mean yeah so a lot of those stuff is purely just to prove that you are 
that you want to be here and you actually appreciate being here. Yeah. Karena mereka mohon maaf aja maksudnya there are a lot of people that have applied for PR terus mereka enggak tinggal sini gitu. Mm. Mereka tinggal di Indo lah, di Asia lah, di apalah. Terus mereka cuman apa? balik here and there gitu doang. Atau enggak mm. mereka cuman um, invest invest doang. Tapi mereka enggak tinggal sini gitu. Jadi yeah. menurut mereka that, that's not like that's not nice and that's not cool gitu maksudnya kayak there's so many other people mm. who are applying for it who to actually want to stay and live yeah, here. Yeah, and live here and work here and yeah. actually bring something to to Australia kind yeah. of situation. Yeah. Jadi ya yeah, mereka mau limit aja orang-orang yang kayak cuman misalnya kan kebijakannya kalian cuman harus kayak I think one month here or something, three months here or something to keep your PR. Something oh. like that gitu. Terus kayak nggak mungkin lah maksudnya orang cuman ya jangan main licik gitu maksudnya yeah, kayak yeah, kan mana course. mungkin lu di di sini doang cuman tiga bulan terus sisanya kalian di Indo bisnis atau gimana yeah. gitu itu yang mereka mau top a bit lah karena yeah. ya again there's a huge demand and it's just not fair for yeah. people to just use it yeah. like that yeah so I think in short with regards to the entitlements yeah that you can get as a PR yeah as I guess as compared to like a visa holder you can remain in Australia indefinitely you can work and study in Australia mm-hmm. you can be part of Medicare which mm-hmm. is basically like Australia's national health scheme um, really you can apply for bank loans and buy property you can sponsor eligible relatives for oh. PR as well really Jadi, as long as you, you as long as one person in your family yeah. has a PR you can potentially apply for the rest of your family to be PR too you can apply for obviously citizenship if eligible yeah. obviously i think as as long like if you're already a pr lo harus lawfully reside the Aussie for minimum of 4 years oh yeah 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 to become before a citizen, you right? apply for citizenship yeah. yes so i think either that was a new rule or i had nah. indeed lived here for 4 years before i got my citizenship oh. <laughs> i forgot <laughs> maybe maybe i only got it in no because you came know. in as a kid and then you came in again as an adult Oh, true, true. Maybe I, I don't know. That's why. I nah, I, my, I, my history, I have so to do that. Yeah, for years. History is confusing, but yeah, you have to be. You have to be a PR for four and live here for four years mm. before you apply for citizenship. Um, you can as a PR, you can travel to and from Australia for as long as you want. Like, mm. um, obviously based on permits. Um, mm. and you can work in New Zealand. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that as a PR. Um, oh, obviously. If you're just a PR and not a citizen, like A said, kalian nggak bisa apply for HEX, so no student loans. Um, obviously, your passport will not be in. Um, you won't have an Australian passport. Mm. Once um, that citizenship rolls through, that's all the entitlements you get. You can vote as a citizen. Mm. You can join the Australian Defence Force. You can uh, work for the Australian government. As a citizen, and obviously mm. all the rights and resp- and and all the privileges that you get as a citizen, I would say the only other thing I wanted to touch on was um, Guinea. Kita let's just sort of istilahnya do a case study or a story gitu ya of like the transition between applying for visa, applying for PR, applying for citizenship gitu kan. Mm-hmm. And I just want to kind of I guess say this because I literally have like at least three friends right now who are in that situation. Mm-hmm. So mereka bertiga. At separate times, obviously, came to Aussie buat kuliah, kuliah yeah. doang ya. Jadi mereka yeah. selesai sekolah semua di Indo gitu. Um, dapat 
kuliah di Aussie on a student visa obviously and then did their did their degrees and everything mm-hmm. and then they got a job mm. in in Australia because their company um took international candidates yeah um so basically once they got that job offer they had to obviously switch their student visa type to the working visa type yeah and then after that um after they've worked for a couple of years their company said that they may have capacity to consider sponsoring them for PR mm. so obviously if that is your intention like if that's what you guys are planning to do okay call out kalau final destination anda adalah di Aussie um, then make sure that you just think everything through first and yeah, obviously right. I would say like the amount of companies that are willing to take international candidates but also sponsor international candidates is not that much now yeah. they may just take international for like what vacies or like interns gitu mm, mm, mm. but the whole sponsoring capacity is a bit of a different situation mm, so look into that um, fortunately I've got one friend whose company is like yeah just work with us for a minimum of X years mm-hmm. and then we'll do a performance review and then we can sponsor you and then after that when you once you get a PR to be honest it's pretty smooth sailing mm. um i do know that the whole situation with PR i think is you have to select the city in australia that you are going to live in or something like that oh, okay. and depending on the city so like all the more popular cities like melbourne sydney perth brisbane mm-hmm. Uh, the the processing for that application takes slightly longer makes sense mm-hmm. than more remote cities like Darwin um, and perhaps Adelaide um, so just bear that in mind mm-hmm. because I have a colleague at work who I think just for the sake of like selecting any city that would help the f- processing faster mm-hmm. she's like to Darwin oh. and they're going to Perth kan, at that time done dia kayak enggak pikir how quickly that application will process mm-hmm. because based on the city that you select you have to live there for a minimum of two years oh no i don't know how this rule works double check the website guys mm-hmm. but it's for a pr as far as i know because she's she's applying for pr mm-hmm. so she didn't realize like so she submitted the application for pr i was like man i'll just pick darwin whatever mm-hmm. and then it came back within like less than six months saying like okay your 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 visa application is being processed but mm. to approve it you have to live in darwin you have to live in the nominated city that you place your application for for at least two months two years so she just recently came back to perth after living in darwin for two years um so now she's a pr uh-huh. but that obviously was like a whole change of plans and whole ch- she had to like move jobs and everything yeah so just be wary of that rule maybe that rule is updated now who knows mm-hmm. but um now at least uh, she kind of had to learn the hard way that's all but now she can apply for citizenship so that's just a an interesting sort of i guess insight um but as as always you know double check all the uh legitimate websites I know there's definitely still a lot of like there's a lot of like FAQs and a lot of like student portals and like help mm. sites out there that are trying to like you know provide um a lot of insightful information and while those websites may be good make sure the trustworthy websites you go to usually have like .gov.au mm. or .org or something like that um because those are the sources of the most accurate information yeah. um other websites 
you know, the info may be misleading or false or not 100% accurate or maybe outdated as well, especially given COVID, um, there may be a lot of updates happening as well. So just double check on that. Um, And yeah, no, I think hopefully this just gives you a very, very high level insight on sort of visas, PRs and citizenship Mm. um sort of types in australia there's definitely a lot of options i mean yep. australia is not a very restrictive country we're very we're very welcoming we're very yeah, diverse that's true. but obviously they want to know what your intentions are yeah. to come to australia and what you plan to do as long as you're you know honest and open and you have a good you know history and that you can mm. supply all the documentation yeah. um you might just have to wait for a little bit but there shouldn't be any issues in getting that process yeah definitely yeah. Uh, yeah, and I agree with that. Um, but yeah, as always, as we said before, ini emang beneran cuma overview aja dan juga garis besarnya aja. Biar kalian bisa tahu bedanya apa dan atau misalnya kalian bisa mikir kayak, oh, berarti kalau apa yang gue mau atau apa plan yang gue mau itu termasuknya working visa atau termasuknya student visa. Yeah. Kalau misalnya kalian cuma pengen kerja doang ya working visa. Tapi kalau misalnya kalian sebenarnya aku pengen study, cuma pengen part time job, berarti student visa with like some different like category of student visa gitu aja. Dan yeah. kalau misalnya kalian emang murni pengen ngebangun keluarga di sini, berarti prosesnya harus dari mulai dari mana? Karena jujur aja um, perasaan kayaknya susah ya kalau langsung jump to PR unless maybe you have all the criteria that they wanted you. Mm. But biasanya sih orang step by step gitu aja. Yeah. Karena kita juga Technically, we're also step by step when we first came in. Gitu. Yeah. Kita dari TR ke PR and so on, and then T got um her own step by step back then, as well. Gitu. Um, but yeah, let us know if you like this type of content or like this type of conversation. We're more than happy to dig in more and research more about the topic and let you know, um, if we have any. Any more news or any more updates or any more tips and tricks that we learn from other people as well? Because um, I think that's what's so good about the community here, especially like just between uni friends and also um, even if they're not from Indonesia and stuff like that, we do talk about this stuff on a daily basis. We mm. kind of like ask around, hi, how do you apply your visa and stuff like that? So um, we have a bank of people that we can ask these questions to. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, we'll see you next time on the next episode. Bye guys. Thank you for listening. Jangan lupa like, comment, and subscribe, and share it with your friends. We'd love to hear from you. Please reach out with your comments, stories, and even questions on what we should talk about. See you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Da.